Hi, everybody. I think there is there are three things that I believe everybody wants to have. And those three things are that we all want to be known, we all want to be held, and we all want to be loved in some way. All right. But I also found that to find this or find those three things, there has to be a bit of a risk to have what I would call a sacred conversation. You see, once I had what I'm calling a sacred conversation with somebody and they couldn't hold handle the fire. Now, what I'm talking about the fire is that that thing that is burning within you that that you just need to let go of and, and share. And this person just could not handle it. And <laughs> in a lot of ways, they were too caught up in rules, regulations, and um, fire extinguishers. <laughs> you know, they wanted to put it all out and uh, not have anything to do. It was just too much for them. And you see, not everyone, not everyone can handle the fire. Not everyone has hands that can sort of hold molten lava words. Some can, most can't, and that's actually okay. Not everybody is, I believe, equipped to hold that stuff. But for some of the deep burning coals that we carry around in our lives, things that are just yeah, right down below the surface sort of stuff, um, we need someone who will risk coming near our fire as such. Um, and some conversations I've found are like sacred moments where I believe uh, angels hold their breath to see what will come out of it. <gasps> What's going to happen next, they might think, uh, if angels have breath and if they can hold it. I don't know. <laughs> but these um, sacred conversations are always risky, so risky that you um, you won't be able to come near them without some divestment of footwear. And I think of a story which I'm going to share, and it's God that takes a risk with one of us humans. And it goes something like this, and God's saying to themselves, you know, Father, Son, Spirit, you know, all that, can I risk uh, a man to risk it all and go on mission for me. Uh, can we, you know, risk that? You know, it's a mission where this man will have to go up against the most powerful ruler of the whole world, the pharaoh of Egypt. And and they sort of have a discussion. I think we can risk it with him. He will have to trust us all the way, and he, he may well fail, but let's risk it anyway. And that this is part of the larger story that we're playing out. And so they've had this conversation, and so they decide to see if he would agree to doing this incredible mission. And it's, a Mo it's about Moses. And here's the passage. Uh, Moses was shepherding the flock of Jephro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. He led the flock to the west end of the wilderness and came to the mountain of God, Horeb. The angel of God appeared to him in flames, blazing out of the middle of a bush. He looked. The bush was blazing away, but it didn't burn up. Moses said, what's going on here? I can't believe it. Amazing. Why doesn't the bush burn up? 
God saw that he had stopped to look. God called to him from out of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. He said, yes, I'm right here. And God said, don't come any closer. Remove your sandals from your feet. You're standing on holy ground. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, afraid to look at God. Some conversations, as I've said, are so sacred. And the conversation has never happened before with anyone. It's like you've gone to a new level of risk. There is like a disclosure of something so precious that you want nothing man-made to get in the way. And God says to Moses, take off your sandals. Nothing fashioned by man must come between God and Moses. Nothing. Uh, Moses' toes need to feel the dust from which he was formed from. Uh, holy ground needs earthy awareness. Now, it's a risk to take off your sandals, isn't it? Those leather self-crafted protectors provide a barrier, a skin, an impervious layer to separate us from the earth. In talking with lots and lots and lots of people over many years, one of the first qualities that I've noticed about people who are on a journey towards both good mental health and a helping faith is that they have what I call a, a, a grounded reality. It's like they are connected to the here and now. They don't use spiritual by, bypasses, you know, things to avoid and, you know, stuff. And they, don't, they, and they don't live according to harsh rules and regulations and formulas. There's like a balance, a lightness, freedom, but it's, it's this grounded awareness um, into the here and now that I look for and hopefully I help them find. And look, this post was going to be about listening to lament, but it grew into listening to sacred conversations. A good lament doesn't run from or minimize the pain. It's grounded reality of living in the here and now. Lament is a sacred conversation. It, it's, it's, when, it's, the, it's a gift, I believe, when others allow you into their world. It, it's a precious gift that I consider sacred. It's a stepping on holy ground, knowing that if the conversation is going to make a difference, then you're probably going to be wrecked in some way. <laughs> I'll say that again. If it's going to make a difference, then you're probably going to be wrecked in some way. Uh, one of my favorite quotes, and I've got quite a few, true conversation always puts the conversance at risk because you cannot truly converse without the risk of conversion. That's from Bernard Lee and Michael Cowan. It's, it's whisper. The, the, the whisper of that quote floated through my brain as I started to write this post. And I quickly found it uh, and I put it in the notes there. Um, but it's, it's risky business having conversations of any worth. The risk of conversion. That there is a willingness to surrender firmly held views, opinions and judgments to embrace something new. And I think of, I think of people that I know that they, they should be having a good relationship 
um, but they will not let go of of fixed points of view. I, I think of the sacred conversation between the angel Gabriel and Mary. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to, to, to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favoured woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Sacred conversations will often, more often than not, leave us confused and disturbed, like Mary. <laughs> they make us think as to, what will that, what might that mean? Our world, sorry about the background noise, I should have shut the doors. Our world can be rattled and all the nice neat boxes and categories of how life is supposed to work are shaken up and exposed as vulnerable. Would you like a sacred conversation? Yeah, not really, eh? I'd much rather have a life of small ambitions, conformity, staying in the boat, and stale boredom. How do you think I should finish this, uh, this video or this podcast? Here's a quote, C.S. Lewis. The main work of life is to come out of ourselves, out of the little dark prison we are all born in. The danger is that of coming to love the prison. And uh, part of what I do is during the week I listen to podcasts and I listen to this wonderful podcast uh, titled What Really Helps Trauma with Dr. Jacob Hamm from the Being Well uh, podcast. And if you come over to the blog site, blog post, you'll be able to get a link to have a listen to that. Here's some quotes. You know how I love quotes. Grief is neither a problem to be solved nor a problem to be overcome. It is a sacred expression of love. A sacred sorrow, Gerald May. True conversation always puts the conversance at risk because you cannot truly converse without the possibility for the, that without allowing for the possibility that your assumptions about life might be changed in the process. Put people together in genuine community where conversation allows them to participate in another's lives, kunoya, and throw the Christ event in as a conversation partner. Kugma, and Ecclesia is born. Church happens. Bernard Lee, Michael Cowan. And this is one of my um, quotes that I always think about. Um, ambition and purpose of life. And this is from Francis Xavier. Tell the students to give up their smaller vision, ambitions and come eastward to preach the gospel of Christ. That's a challenging quote. It's about uh, Francis Xavier calling uh, young people to give up the small missions of life and follow Christ and come and preach the gospel. Big, big quote, that one. Authentic Christianity is not so much a belief system as a life and death system that shows us how to give away our life, how to give away our love, and eventually how to give away our death. Basically, how to give away... And in doing so, connect to connect with the world and with all other creatures and with God, Richard Raw. Those who give their lives sacrificially, those willing to suffer with freedom and joy, are, those, are also those saving, however we may want to define that word, other people. 
liberating people more than anybody else, Richard Rohr. Sacrifice comes from the words sacrum facase or something, to make sacred or holy. We make something holy by connecting to, to the whole. In our case, specifically by giving ourselves away to the other, Richard Rohr. I don't see how we can show anybody we love them if we do not sacrifice for them, Richard Rohr. Sacrifice of oneself for the other is simply love in its later stages. That's a very old-fashioned word. I'm going to say that one again. Sacrifice of oneself for the other is simply love in its later stages. It's a very old-fashioned word. Questions. Have you ever had what you consider a sacred conversation? What happened in you because of it? Number two, why can't some people handle the fire of another's struggle? That's a big question. Why can't they just handle the, the fire? Three, Jesus called Peter to walk on water. It was a sacred conversation. Where are you in that boat? <laughs> what feelings bubble up as you watch that particular conversation? Imagine yourself in that boat and you're looking at this sacred conversation between Jesus and Peter. And what sort of feelings bubble up because of that? Okay, here's a formation exercise. Listen deeply to someone. Be gently curious about the activity of their soul. What is the risk level in this conversation? Take a millimeter risk movement and listening deeper. Okay? Turn a conversation into a sacred conversation. Just listen to that conversation a little bit deeper. Hey, uh, at the bottom of this episode, there's lots of uh, notes and links to uh, talk to me, communicate with me, to share it, uh, to leave comments. All that sort of stuff helps uh, the podcast and the YouTube to get out there. But mostly, I really just like to hear from you. I really find encouragement from people emailing me. It's barry at turningthepage.co.nz. Okay, there's a link in the notes. Okay, until next time, bye.